here quick. Coming at ya. What's going on everybody? Welcome to The Obsession. I'm Carl Bethke. I'm Mike Stather. Mike. Yes, sir. You know, December here. Yep. Season's pretty much over for us. <clears throat> A little bit of deer depression setting in for people. You know? Guys all of a sudden. Sounds a beautiful. It is. I don't know the Pacifics. There's, you know, when the season happens, when the season's over, whether you had a good season or a bad season, all of a sudden, it's like, man, what am I going to do? So somebody was asking me, they called it depression. I don't believe in depression, trying not to deal with it. Uh, we'll call it deer depression. What do we do? I pretty much know that what you're going to say, but I'm going to let you throw it out there. Get back at it. Get back at it's it. It's time to get ready again. Yeah. We've only got yeah. six months till we're hunting again. I look at it this way. I sucked last year, so yeah. i got to fix something. Yeah. I suck gotta, every year. got to get better. That's all right. You can always improve. <clears throat> yep. There's no such thing as deer pressure or depression this time of year, you guys, if, at least in our eyes, because you're always prepping to be better. Yep. And moving forward, you've got work to do. You want to be successful next year, think of all the work you have to do. Yeah. Don't go sit on your ass and do nothing. Yeah, or think about, you know, here's one thing. Think about what you screwed up on. You know, are you going to let it bother you or are you going to do something about it? You yeah. know, so do something about it. Always. You know, get up, get to the gym or shoot your bow or... Go through your equipment, you know, did this fail you, did that fail you, did you fail you? You know, that's the biggest thing. Uh, I'm usually the one failing myself. It isn't something oh, else. Oh, no, it's, yeah, nine times out of ten, it's, it's me, it's not any of my equipment or anything like that. Well, it's, you know, we got we got home from uh, North Dakota on Thanksgiving night. Mm -hmm. uh, next morning, I'm back in the gym, you know, like I got to do some stuff better. And this was a lot harder than it should have been. You know, this day or that day, you know, and I work too hard for that. So, you know, I'm we're not getting any younger, not now. getting any younger, you know, nobody is. So it's like, you know, and we've talked about, um, wanting to get an elk hunt in again, you know, and I want to do that again. And that takes a whole nother level oh, yeah. to get ready for. And, you know, hopefully next year, fingers crossed, a couple mule deer tags, um, along with an antelope tag, along with we have a spring bear hunt, you know. So like we look forward to the good times. Like so, how long until we'll be hunting again? Six months. Six months we'll be bear hunting in Canada. We will be. You know. So that's what we look forward to, and we're like, what do I got to do to get ready for that? You almost should look forward to the prep anyway, because that's part of the journey of yep. being successful. The kill. I'll be honest, you guys. The kill is is the smallest part of what we do every year. <clears throat> smallest part of what we do. Is it the most rewarding part? At that split second when it happens, mm -hmm. and for a couple minutes afterwards when you're sitting there realizing that you accomplished your goal, yes, it's very rewarding. But when you sit back and think about it, like this time of year when we sit and talk about it, it's everything we did up to that to be successful. It's all the trees that myself and Mike and our wives and Phil and his wife put in on Mike's property. Mike and I both shot both of our bucks on his property this year. Due to kind of the way things have been set up. Mike's effort all throughout the year of, or the past five, four or five years he's on the property to setting things up. His buck walked right out of the bedding area, the buck I shot. 
came right up the tree line that we put in. You know? Um, the antelope, the spotman stock, and the time we took to do that. The, All the practicing and the shooting. Yeah. And, Just know. in the, the prep, your body prep. You know, you should be working your body constantly. Um, I have to take it to a new level now to, to lose for myself, to lose my belly fat part of me because I'm old and it takes a little effort, so it's going to be a little more of a dietary thing for mm -hmm. me this year. Yep. Um, but to be successful, you have to put extra effort in and always um, think about what you're going to do next to make yourself better for the hunt. Because when it comes down to it, like Mike was saying, we go on an elk hunt, conditioning is going to be a big deal. There's there's far less oxygen up that high. <laughs> so you got to be ready for that. I mean, as for getting depressed on certain things or depression, um, I try not to um, let myself or bring myself down in any sort of way. There's always something you can do to make yourself better for the next year. You know, like we're going to start, I'm sure we start lead here pretty soon. January 2nd. Yeah, see, we're shooting bow. So, you know, we'd be shooting those all winter like normal. Yep. Um, and that's all prep. So I don't think about that as league. I think about that as prep. Yeah. That's what I go there for. We shoot our hunting equipment all year. We don't shoot uh, target stuff because archery is archery and it's shooting, but it's not the bows we're actually using to be successful during our hunts. Mm -hmm. So we shoot hunting equipment and we're shooting against guys with these big fancy, big fat arrows and longer stabilizers sometimes. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, is what it is. But, uh, you know, Anything like that that you can do, work out, get yourself going, set yourself into a routine. Anybody that I've seen successful and doesn't have, and I'm going to say depression on this one, who, who can get themselves out of this, they have a routine they do every day. Wake up in the morning, wake up at 3.30 in the morning, I go to the gym, I do my cardio, I do my lifting, I go to work, I eat at certain times, I eat certain things now at certain times and it does not vary until I take the next step with my diet. <clears throat> That's how it works. Some people call it boring. I call it a necessity mm -hmm. to be successful. You're the same way. Oh, yeah. yeah, every day. Every day I'm up at 4.45, I'm at the gym. You know, I mix up my drink to go to the gym. I have a couple of my vitamins. I go work out. I come back, I take the rest of my stuff, I eat a little bit, shower, go to work. Mm -hmm. You know, or he's gonna come back home and either we're shooting archery or I shoot trap in the winter. Mm -hmm. um, still, any days that are nice out, I get out and shoot my bull outside, try to keep up on that. Um, the physical aspect never stops for me, it gets harder. I work out harder now than I did, you know, 20 years ago. So, because I am older and I do get it, and I feel it out there too. When you think you're in shape, you're not. And you might be in shape, but you're still not. That's right. So it's like, you know, it's totally different aspects. You know, when we go to bear hunt, you know, it's going to be hot. It's going to be nasty with, Bugs. you know, the black flies and the ticks. Um, as far as physically demanding, I don't. it won't be as physically demanding because, you know, we're going to be um, stand hunting them. Mm -hmm. You know, but then... Shortly after that, you know, we head to South Dakota where it's hot again, 
and we're on our feet all day. We're spotting and stalking and roping mule deer, which is a whole different level of spotting and stalking them yeah. in the summer than it is when we go and spot them, spot stalk them in November. Right. So, yeah. And the terrain is also different. Yep. But you know, and that's stuff that's going to put you behind. And if you're not thinking about it now, you're not going to be ready for it when it comes in. No. <laughs> you know. No. So you can't. You can't. You got to get in routines of doing that kind of stuff. And we tell it to everybody and people. Uh, well, whatever, yeah. you know, your your success is what you make of it, and what you put in, you get out of it, and that's this is what it is. A hundred percent. When it comes to uh, <laughs> the other thing we do, obviously this time of year, is we will review our equipment. You know, we're going to stay with the same bows, we're going to shoot the same arrows, we're going to shoot the same broadheads we're shooting because it's a proven uh, <laughs> equipment setup, and that's what we stick with because we know it works. Very few things go wrong with our equipment ever. Mm -hmm. um, but we will review certain things. We're big, Mike and I both, uh, me more now because I've learned from him, but about our boots. So we both, I mean, if we're hiking 10, 15 miles when we're in South Dakota a day, if not more, um, you have to have good boots, comfortable boots, so you can yeah. keep going. If all of a sudden you're getting blisters or, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that, you, you're going to fail. Yeah. I have a new pair right now that's in the garage that I've been wearing around here because they're going to, because I like to have two pairs. Yeah, break in a minute. So I have one pair that's broken yep. that I broke in last year before we went to South Dakota. Mm -hmm. And now I have an extra pair to wear because if something happens, you get wet boots or whatever. I mean, you can blow one out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it happens. Yep. So... Don't yeah. break a pair of boots in the day before you're going out there. Right. You know? so we that's got wet last year. Yeah, it's all stuff that we're thinking about out ahead. You know, what about our other than just our, our shooting equipment, our clothing? Yeah. You know, like he says with the boots, it's all stuff. That it's time to do it now. Yeah. Get it taken care of. The know? clothing that we're gonna wear when we hunt antelope and mule deer in September, early September, is totally different than the gear yeah. we wear in November. Yes, yeah, none of it's the same. Yeah. So, you know, you have to. <clears throat> We're fortunate enough to be able to work with a couple of companies to be able to, you know, test certain things at certain times and stuff like that. So that helps. Um, but you know, you got to have comf comfortable gear for the type of weather that you're hunting in. So that's important. So get that all together. Decide what you want to do. Have that ahead of the game. Don't wait until hunting season to buy that stuff when the price is going yeah, right. You know, that's a big one too. But uh, yeah, that pretty much covers. Deer impression, I think. Yeah, buddy. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it. If you get a chance, you want to subscribe to the channel, hit the Reaper in the lower right-hand corner. If you want to listen to just the podcast, you can always check the podcast out on Spotify, Google, Amazon, iHeart, RSS.com, Apple. Check us out on YouTube. We appreciate each and every one of you. If you want to see us on uh, Instagram and put any comments in there, it's Rush Outdoors WI or The Obsession Podcast Hunting. We appreciate each and every one of you. Later.